Consider the following, and some of the results you will hardly believe. And welcome to the Teacher Turn Alchemist podcast, the very first episode. I had an idea of sequencing for this episode. I go into more of my teaching background and how I'm taking my victory lap, winding down the school year before leaving to pursue this dream about brewing kombucha. But COVID messed that down right up. <laughs> Regardless of when you tune into this podcast, I'm guessing that you know exactly what COVID-19 is and how it turns your life upside down in some way. I had two people I know that had to postpone weddings. I have five pregnant friends. I'm knocking on 30's door, so it's baby's time for like many of my friends. And for me, it's ending my teaching career. Although I had put in my prior notice, it did not end how I thought things would go. I've gone through so many different emotions. Yesterday is when we found out officially that we would not be returning. We've been doing e-learning, and I'd be lying if I didn't see it coming, but another part of me truly believe that God would do a miracle and get us back in time for the end of the year, but that just wasn't a part of his plan for my life at this time, and I need to adjust and trust. So yesterday, I I got my good cry out. I live nearby a little lake, and I jetted out on my kayak, and I blasted my music. I started with like the classics, 2000s, woe is me, boy bands, and then I transitioned to some of my favorite worship music, and I just let it go, (laughs) like heart-wrenching sobs. And then tonight, I'll be completely honest with you guys, I am pretty angry, smidge angry. (laughs) Like, how dare you COVID bandit to steal this away? So I've got a fancy can of my White Claw to help keep me sane somewhat. Guys, I'm, I'm not an alcoholic, but during this whole COVID thing, I, like probably many of you, have had time to face some of my inner thoughts and reflect, and some of it is extra heavy. I know this was all supposed to happen, and I'll be okay, and I'm going to grow, but a nice little spritzer doesn't hurt every once in a while. So let the honesty keep flowing, right guys? Yeah, I I know I still have about a month left with all of my students, but I'm really struggling with the end being so different than I thought it would be. For one, my students processing big news like this, I knew would hurt of, of me leaving. So what I did was purposely keep the fact of me going from them until later in the school year so they would not perseverate or be upset too much. And with COVID-19, it has tremendously taken a toll on my students, their routines, their social connections. Oh, like this was the sweet spot of the school year, you guys. I guess I guess I should go a little bit more of a background into what I teach. I had this clear path to the story before this all happened, like where, who stories, but I'm just jumping in with random points. So I, I teach, taught, teach, I, it's not over, Lydia, I teach. I teach in an adult transition program. Their ages are 18 to 21, which is like a fancy way of saying that I help adults with special needs practice and build upon their vocational and independent living skills to help them reach goals that they have for their future. I've taught in this position the last four years, and I'll probably go into more background in another episode, but my classroom isn't set up as a traditional classroom. I took out all of the desks and I kind of made it into more of a pseudo apartment. And I have a kitchen and a laundry area just to basically try to mimic and generalize and simulate what they're learning at their homes. And my students range from moderate to mild in their disabilities. I never, I don't, I don't like the word disability, by the way, just a fun fact. I like exceptionalities. I have many students on the autism spectrum. 
and several with intellectual exceptionalities. With extra time and a rapport that I've established with them, many of these young adults are very successful finding places of employment and living as independently as they can at home or even on their own. And so going back to it being like the sweet spot of the year, these students have worked their behinds off learning and implementing routines, practicing appropriate social etiquette with one another, and they've really become close friends. And this is the time of the year where I am so excited as an educator because something that we've been practicing since early September is now clicking and that student is doing a routine or socializing with a peer on their own. The pride I see in their eyes. Hold on. A little sip. Get me going here. Uh, the, the school year makes sense to these adults. You know, it's finite. There's a beginning in August and an end in May or June. And they have IEP goals that they need to meet. And many of them are, are mastering those goals. And now many of my students do not understand why they cannot go back and have that finish, that finale that they would totally own. And from a teacher's perspective, not knowing that it would be the last time I would see my students for such a long while, it really crushes me. I remember it was March 13th, our last day together. COVID-19 had basically already been on the news, but no one thought that it was really going to take the toll that it would quite yet. And so us teachers had just met and we had an idea that we would be out of school for a little bit because schools especially were a high place of like high concentration of people and a virus could spread. So that day we were told that we could not leave the building and to prepare for e-learning. And by leave the building, I, I should explain, the program is very different than like a typical day of school. My students have already met all their graduation requirements, and this program is something that is optional to participate in. And so when they arrive, they arrive at different times, and they only come to school on specific days. So for example, two days, they have classes with me and a couple other teachers, and they're learning skills, like my apartment room. And then two other days, they are out in the community at a job site practicing vocational skills. And then on Friday, Fridays are the best days because it's community integration day where we get to go on a field trip and practice what we did in the classroom. So it could be going to a restaurant to practice ordering, a store to practice budgeting, or in March 13th case, bowling. And man, do those students love to bowl. We would meet up with other transition programs similar to ours around our area once per month. And the students would get to hang out with each other. I remember asking a student if they had fun because while I was at the bowling alley watching all the students, I witnessed this student not talking to anyone the entire time and he kept his head down. And to answer my question, he raised his head up with a big old smile and said it was one of the best days of his life. <laughs> and although it wasn't evident to see on so many of their faces, this, this outing in particular was extra special for our students. And so we started the day, March 13th, by explaining that plans had changed. Already a bad sign. I will have to say that our students, especially those with autism, in which we like change the schedule without prior notice, is typically really hard. But they were extremely understanding. And again, going back to that sweet spot of the year, they were just enjoying being with one another. And they were a lot more flexible than what I've seen many students have been up to that point in the school year. Even if they couldn't express with their words, the spirits were still pretty high for this day. 
So what do you do with about 30 kids for four hours without prior notice? <laughs> well, we played two movies. And before you give me any crap on that, by the way, this is the first movie that we had played all year round. So just giving that. And we gave the students a choice. We had two different movies for them to choose from. And they were pumped about it. And again, they were excited to be around each other. So halfway through our day, we got the official word and we were ready to explain to our students because while they were watching the movies, us teachers had met and we had collaborated on how we would tell our students about e-learning coming and how to prepare them as best we could. And I got to tell you guys, our students were freaking champs. They asked a bunch of questions, but when I think back to these moments, I'm so proud to know them and be their teacher. In the midst of adversary, these students accepted and they moved on and they were looking to us to lift their spirits granted but I I don't know little did they know I I think I was the one counting on them to lift my spirits it was just a perfect circle in a sense looking back and that's just something I'm going to have as a good memory as the day ended all of the students bravely took their devices and said their goodbyes and there's one student however and I'm going to refer to all male students from this time out as kale I like Kale. I like my students. See? (laughs) Works. Anyway, Kale was like stuck in fear. And he just stood in the middle of my classroom and just stood staring at me with his large eyes. And he said, I will not see you for two weeks. And he knew this fact. But I believe him saying it out loud was helping him process. And I said, yeah, Kale, it's going to be two weeks. You can totally do this. I'm really proud of you. And he stayed there for another several long seconds before nodding and walking out, his eyes still giving way to what he was really thinking, but his body propelling him forward into the unknown. So proud of him. Man, I'm really going to miss Kale. He was new um, this year to our district, and he he just reached that sweet spot. Okay, another another step here. Anyway, Um, for positives, I do have to say that the timing – in which I told my coworkers about me leaving, it probably couldn't have been more perfect. I thought I was going to wait until late April, but knowing that I wasn't coming back, I wanted to make sure that I gave as much notice as possible so that the school district could have extra time to find a really good candidate to fill my position and not just be in a pinch to try to find whoever was available. And really the day couldn't have gone more smoothly and exhausting all the same. I had made appointments with my principal and then my special ed division leader. And that was all that Wednesday before the whole pandemic thing. And then once I told them, I was able to tell my staff in person and share with them basically my heart and my mission moving forward with this kombucha business um, that next day on Thursday. And that was the whole, you know, the day before all of this hit the fan. (laughs) And looking back, man, I'm just so blessed in this timing. I was able to process with them and hear them say that they supported me. Yeah, being able to say that all in person really has helped me through the process. I I really needed that. And really, e-learning hasn't been that terrible. My students have been masters of this technology thing. Like another exceptionality, mind you, just saying. They can freaking teach me things on the computer. I had Google Hangouts meetings with them. And to see their faces completely warms my heart. I'm looking forward to even this upcoming Monday where we have our social group and just seeing them again. And, you know, through all these crazy times, 
transitions, binge drinking, crying, on my knees praying, I'm reminded at the end that what I am heading into the direction of, it's not bad. It is still happening, you know, and it just, it isn't the way I envision it to be at all. But isn't that what life is all about? Plans that you make, they get trashed and you have to adjust them and you just come out a better person at the end of it. I've brewed kombucha in my home with like dreams of having my own classroom again. And it's okay that leaving hurts. I'm saying that right here, right now, because I have to remind myself that it's okay that leaving hurts. And to me, that just solidifies that what I'm striving towards is something that is good. I'm taking the pieces of teaching that I love, you know, the people, the community, the fun challenges, the triumph, and creating a space where all of that is welcome. I have to dwell on these thoughts as I say goodbye to all of my students, to my teaching career in the public school system. I learned so much about myself as an educator, problem solved, problem solved some more. And I feel that teaching prepared me for the road of entrepreneurship, entrepreneur. How do you say it? Is there an L in entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship. Basically, I feel like teaching's prepared me. And then to continue to solve and problem solve when things get tough, to keep at my routines, adjust and be like kale. Although my eyes may show my uncertainty, my body is still moving forward in that direction. Thanks, Kale. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I, I didn't mean to be a whole Debbie Downer about this whole thing. And honestly, I have a friend named Debbie and she thinks it sucks that Debbie's associated with Downer. So basically, I'm done with being Downer and using that feeling of missing my students towards this new picture of this crazy awesome dream of mine that I am pumped to share more about in the following episodes. So thank you so much for listening. And if you want to connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach me at livingsimplelivingfull at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.